Hi, my beautiful people. This is Spill With Me, Jenny D. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited. I've been wanting to do this for so long. I'm giving you a real big hug right now. I don't know if you can feel it, but I'm giving you this big hug because I feel like everybody needs a hug or a, hey, you're doing great or you look nice or just compliment each other. I mean, see, I felt like I needed to start this because I've been running into so many people that just want to talk about their life experiences, the relationships or like any story they needed to share. This could be something magical or something they wanted to share, but they're afraid of what others would think, me included. Or if you're hurting inside or have a funny story about life lessons you'd like to talk about, I would love for you to reach out. This could be the worst or your best times. Listen, I have some good topics. We're going to have a lot of fun because I believe the best medicine is to talk about it because someone else is dealing with the same shit. Hello, my beautiful people. Thank you so much for joining me with another episode of Spill With Me, Jenny D. I am here with Melissa Lachlan. Melissa Lachlan, I met her at, I think it was like a networking group mm-hmm. for real estate agents down in um, the Strip District. Yeah, uh, Coupe de Ville. Coupe de Ville. <laughs> and I thought, who is this beautiful young lady that is doing such a good thing for people in the community? So I really didn't know too much about what she was doing. She has a nonprofit. I'm going to have Melissa tell us what exactly she's doing and wait till you hear what a wonderful project she started. So Melissa, introduce yourself and tell us what you do. Well, thanks for having me. First of all, this is this is a great opportunity to share about Blessed Home Project. We do free house cleaning for people in need. So whether that's honestly, whether it's physical, emotional, you know, people are going through stuff and you don't even know what your neighbors are dealing with. Um, There's people out there going through chemo, radiation. There's people just even struggling with depression and anxiety, and they just can't keep up with their house. And they need that physical help, but also to know that there's hope out there, and there's people that still do good things in the community and oh, still care. So true. Um, so, so that's true. where we come in. So. so you, okay, so back in, I know you were saying that when you turned 19, you really enjoyed cleaning. Yes. Which, I <laughs> Melissa, I got to be honest with you. I am so bad at it. I, I, not that I'm bad at it. I just I put it off and put it off. I just don't want to do it. So what made you feel that like that you needed to put something together that was going to help other people like a nonprofit? Well, whenever I started doing just, you know, the regular cleaning at 19 and everything, I still felt like a, a pull. And I always said, oh, I wonder what it'd be like to have a nonprofit and help people. But I didn't really put it all together. And then it wasn't until years later, you know, I spent a lot of time in prayer and just read my Bible and just kind of like getting my answers that way. And that's where the idea of We'll do this for free. You're good at it. You're already cleaning. You're already, you know, know how to do it. This is something you don't mind doing because a lot of people are like, I would never, you know, clean. Do you have a satisfaction when you do it? Yeah, like it it doesn't bother me, you know, when people, some people don't want to get their hands dirty or whatever. And um, I always preferred it, like to to be able to serve someone and and come alongside them in that way. And that was what I was good at. I mean, people were good at cooking and bringing meals and that was not my gift. 
gifting. Yeah. So I'll come and like mop your floor, run your vacuum. That is so true because like through the years, and my husband used to laugh at me because I mean total strangers in my neighborhood or people I didn't even know, I'd get on that food chain. Like, okay, (laughs) sure, I'll bring you pasta. You know, Italian. I'm like, I'll bring you food, whatever you need. The comfort. And I think when people are going through anything in this world today and what we really got smacked in the face with COVID and we'll talk about that. But I think that that's really has kind of triggered us to think, you know what, like we need something to help each other yes. because we're in this together Yeah, and you don't know what your neighbor's going through and maybe the, you know, with food, yes, but that goes away. Yeah. But to have someone come in and clean your house. Mm-hmm. Is some so satisfying? You just feel so like the gratitude that you have when somebody does that. So then, in two thousand twenty-one, was it twenty? Is when we oh, got our papers, March thirteenth, okay. the day everything shut down. <laughs> I received my five hundred one three C. You know, congratulations and all that. And it's like, what the heck are we yes. gonna do? But. We took that time. I mean, there's a lot of elements on the back end of just, you know, yeah. getting getting your board, getting, you know, documents, just all that lined up. It kind of took the pressure off of like, we, do, we can't run out and do these cleanings just yet. We have right. to get all these foundations in place. And at the same time, you know, let the world kind of figure out and people and yes. what's going on and comfort levels and all of that. Right. So come 21, when things were you know, getting back to somewhat of a normal thing. Um, we were able to then go out and do it. So we just, it was a put it on hold. Yeah. It it worked out for us, you know, in our favor, kind of just all came together and there wasn't any pressure to, to get out there, but it was just kind of a funny thing to, I know. Think about it. You had to wear the mask and nobody was letting you in the house. No, nobody wanted (laughs) to be around anybody. They were like, stay away. I don't care. You know, Lysol. I mean, we lived with (laughs) our cleaning. If you think about it, remember people would go to the grocery store and they would clean like the counter that the grocery bag even touched or clean all the groceries that were there. I mean, it just, we became so, uh, the cleaning actually, the the aspect of cleaning became very important mm-hmm. to people. Yeah. So your timing with it, but it wasn't just because you want to go out and clean for someone who is, they're real particular, but someone has OCD. OCD, yes, yeah. That they want their house like perfectly clean. Yeah. You wanted to do this project for people that couldn't do it. Exactly. Just to bless people in their time of need. So, you know, like people go through chemo, they go through different things and maybe they can't afford to hire a cleaning company or they're uncomfortable. You know, they're already vulnerable. They're already sort of dealing with a situation at home to then just call anybody and say, can you come over and clean? And just, it's a vulnerable thing to let somebody in your house. And then especially if you have kind of let things go, there's that pride issue of like, I'm so embarrassed. I don't want anybody here. I'd have to clean before anybody could come to clean or something, you know? And And it's like, oh my goodness. And so, when people realize like who we are and they hear about us and they realize that we're not judging, we're not coming for that, we're coming to alleviate that burden. We're not looking at it and in shame. We're just like, can we come help you? Like, let us help you. And it's really, it's been welcomed. And I'm so grateful for that because I get it. I get that it's, yeah, it's embarrassing, you know, and you have this standard of living, then you maybe got sick or some tragedy hit and now you've just let it all go. And then to say, 
I need help. That's a huge ask. That is, you know? that is a huge ask. Or to accept it. Like maybe someone suggested us and, and they have to let it, you know, and they're like, oh, I don't want them here. And yes. They don't so want people to know. They don't. They don't want people and to know. And, you know, we kind of like we were talking about this off air, how we like suffer in silence. And it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And that, that was the other thing we were talking about as well is like on Facebook, I would see like, oh, we got the perfect house and our house is so clean and my kids are perfect. And I thought, no, we're not. No. No, no. <laughs> no, we're not. We've got stories and we've got things. And, you know, like you said, if you are embarrassed about it, it's, there's no shame in it. No. We've all been through that. Everybody there's, goes through all kinds right, of stuff. Yes. Right. And dust is there every day. Yeah. So if you can come in now, tell me, who like, who are your... I guess not candidates, but recipients. Who, yes, recipients. Yeah, that you find. Like, do you have to go out and find them, or do they find you? They find us, especially now that the word's traveling more. Um, okay. You go to the website, and so people can either nominate themselves, or they can nominate somebody else. So we put things on Facebook in those Facebook groups a lot, and people will find us that way. Right. We have yard signs. We do different interviews, things like that. We're just really trying to get, get out, yourself out there, in the so community. they know that the service is available because there's tons of people sitting at home, sitting in situations that could really, there's so many times where I'm out in the public and they learn what we're doing and they're like, I wish I knew about this six months ago or a year ago when I was sick or I broke my leg or my mother or this or that. And it's like, okay, well now, you know, so share it and just keep sharing it. Just keep sharing it. That's so true. I don't even think we named your company. The Blessed Home Project. Yes. I don't we know. just dove right in. We just dove right in. She's the founder and CEO yes. of the Blessed Home Project. Yes. So why did you name it the Blessed Home Project? Same thing. I pray a lot, and that was, you know, the whole thing was to be a blessing. It wasn't something, you know, financially based or any of that. It was like, can we just bless people? Wow. And it's in their home, and the project part was kind of encompassing what's to come, which is kind of a funny thing I didn't know at the time. But now, Blessed One Project has, you know, we do organizing for people. Sometimes, you know, we might throw a load of laundry and why we're there. Like, it, it kind of goes it beyond. The cleaning. Yes. Because you're in the home, and if someone, we have some older people that are like, could you just change our sheets? Like, it's such a big deal for them to put fresh sheets on because the mattress is heavy. Right. We're there, and it's just to be a blessing to somebody. I mean, that's like the bottom line. Isn't that so rewarding when you leave there and you know that this person has, is so you put a smile on their face. Yes. Now, do you go back to the same person a couple times, or do you kind of like just. Like, how do you do that? Originally, it was just a one-time thing because my thought process was, well, this is probably for somebody that maybe is recovering from a surgery or just been sick for a while. So if we do like a one good clean, by the time they're better, you know, they'll be good to go. Well, then we, as we've met different people, now there's people we've met that are maybe going through chemo for six months, or maybe they're a caregiver of somebody that has like a terminal disease or something. So those are the families that we are now returning to like on a regular basis because they need the help that one time was great right but if they're continually going through something we want to come alongside them so as an organization we kind of renominate in a sense of like saying this family really needs our help and we might just go once a month every two months just dependent on the need right and like let us just help you out give you that fresh like Uh, home again maybe organize it because if you're in and out of the hospital or anything like your house 
you just drop the mail, you drop the laundry, you you have other priorities. Right, exactly. So if we can come in and get that space good for you, it will lower your anxiety. It will lower your stress levels to just concentrate on what you have to concentrate on. Oh my gosh, Melissa, that is such a blessing. I think about my cousin who went through um, breast cancer and she is to clean, like she loves to clean and she wasn't able to. She mm-hmm. was so tired from yes. after chemo and she has two kids that are in high school and keeping up with that and then she went back to work because she wanted to keep her mind off of things and that's what happened. Yeah. You know, the house became like such a burden, not a burden, but you become so like, oh my gosh, I can't do all this. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's a lot. Oh, it's a lot on a normal basis. You know, right. like a regular, just busy, healthy family, all of that. It's still right. like, oh, shoot, I got to do the laundry. I got to do this. I got to do that. Right. So then you add in a component of a sick child or, you know, a mother or right. broken foot, a shoulder injury, like whatever it is. Yes. So like it just puts all of that, like compounds it. Right. And so. then, yeah. And that's the thing. It's like if you... If you see somebody or you know somebody out there that is going through something that you know, if their house, you come in there and you clean their house. Now, my question is, do you bring your own cleaning supplies yes. and your equipment? We bring everything? Everything. everything. So that way they're not worried about it either. It's like okay. you don't have to put anything away. You don't have to pull anything out. I mean, the only exception would be if there's like an allergy or they prefer, you like know, a certain product. Yeah, yeah, which we don't do any. I don't want yes. all that stuff anyway. So yeah. it's very minimal things that we, we bring. But this way it's just like I don't want them to feel like they have to prepare or like another burden. Like, right. oh, look. The, the girls are coming to clean, and we it's better like, clean up. yeah, like no, please just let us come in, and we'll have everything handled. Oh my god! And how long does it? Well, it probably depends on the house size. Well, we actually set a parameter, so it's three hours. Oh, That's wow. what we tell people. We typically have, um, on average, three people on a clean. Sometimes more, sometimes less. We're able to gauge the project because when they're nominated, one of the team members calls that person to let them know who we are, what we offer, and they give us a, like, we go through a priority checklist. Okay. So it's like, what's really bothering you? Like, what haven't you been able to do? And it's like, oh, the bathrooms or my ceiling fans are dusty or just whatever's like really bothering them. And they kind of go through like three or four different rooms and things. That way we know going in, if we we go, like we're starting here. And if we run out of, you know, time, then that last thing is, wasn't your main priority. So maybe we don't get to it. You're like, you still feel like, okay, well, you really helped with the hard stuff, you know, exactly. nine times out of 10, we get everything done yes. to be honest with you in that amount of time and the way everybody is trained with the volunteering. Um, but it's just helpful for us to know too. Right. You know? And speaking of volunteering, how do you get volunteers? Word of mouth, social media, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it's hard because if you think about it, if a lot of people, I'm sure it's becoming well known in Pittsburgh because I've been hearing about this and you know you're on social media you're on Facebook and you're on Instagram yes. and and how would they find you it's it's the blessed home project Dot org. Dot org. Okay, that's your website. Yeah. Perfect. And then if they want to go on Facebook, it's the same thing. It's Blessed Home Project. Yeah, Blessed Home Project on Instagram and Facebook's the okay. same. And then they can message us through that. Uh, but go to the website and hit okay. the volunteer button and fill out the form. And then they anybody ha- can volunteer. Anybody can volunteer. You don't need any kind of 
skill set or training or, you know, just willingness to serve people and like that way. And we send out the link and it's, you know, sort of the calendar for the month of like, this is what's scheduled. This is where we're going. We share a little bit about the situation, not any personal information, but maybe, you know, this is a mom who's going through breast cancer, has two kids, just like a little bit. Cause then the volunteers can connect on a personal level. So they might only be able to volunteer once and they're like, well, my aunt went through something similar. I'd love to help that mom out. I'm going to sign up for that cleaning. So they have the ability to just pick and choose when they want to come, you know, with us. We just ask for the three hours. That's, you know, we schedule it out. But once the volunteer comes, they always come back. Oh, yeah. Because they just see the impact it makes. Oh, right. These people are just so grateful. And they share their story with us, and right. they just are able to open up and feel like, wow, I can't believe these strangers have come in and shown like love in this way. Right. And it's, it's just really beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful, hun, because if you think about it, you know, and a lot of people live alone. And yes. maybe they don't, or like you said, they're elderly and they can't do this. Yep. The only problem is when they're elderly, they don't really have like access to the website or to things like that. So if neighbors or anybody knows anybody that needs that, help, that's when you're looking for those people to step up and say, hey, yep. I know somebody down the street, yes. she's elderly, you know, because I've seen people even in my neighborhood that are elderly that their grass is not cut, Yeah, you know, and I feel so bad and people are like, what's going on there? Why aren't there grass? And I'm like, you know what? You don't know what's going on. Yeah. You don't know their story. Yeah. You know, you don't know. Maybe they were away. Maybe they're sick. Maybe they're, it's just, get your lawnmower. You're doing your <laughs> I, it just makes me wonder. The guy next door is doing his lawn. Yeah. Like, just go over and do their lawn. Yeah. I mean, they have a company that now does their lawn, but sometimes when you see that it's it's grown, just go over and do it. It yeah. doesn't take that long. I know. You know, I tell my sons, you know, that do the neighbors, you know, every once in a while when they need it. Right now, there's no rain, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. So you're how many volunteers would you say you have? Does it vary? Well, we probably only have... 12 that are like active regular but we have 50 on our list and so with that with that being said that's not always cleaners so there's people that come like for today for instance we're at the robinson farmers market so they might be one of our event volunteers that come and stand at the table hand out information They might, you know, just be someone that wants to do some phone calls, some follow-up calls to people. They might be a person that is just going to share on social media or in their church community or at their workplace. They're kind of like an ambassador for us. So there's like different ways to volunteer besides cleaning. Because some people are like, well, I don't like cleaning. I don't want to clean. I'm like, well, there's other opportunities. When you go to the website, it lists what it is, what, you know, what that entails. And then you can kind of pick and choose from there. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. So you started in 2021. Cleaning, yeah. And cleaning, and now it's 2023. So have you seen it grown? Yes. Yeah. Yes, tremendously. The more we're getting out there, um, because I have to say, this was sort of like my side gig up until last year. Like January 2022 is when I felt, you know... God put it on my heart to take it off that back burner as like the side hustle, but make it my like priority. And so that's where the growth has happened because every day 
I'm doing this right. every day, whether Talk I'm literally cleaning, I'm at an interview, I'm, you know, sending out stuff, whatever it takes to just let people right. know this is out there and we want to grow it. We want to multiply what we're doing and make chapters and eventually be nationwide. Yes. Like that's the long-term goal because oh, this that's is something wonderful. that's needed all I, over the place. Right. Because I was just going to ask you, because you're only one person trying to do this. So you're hitting what areas? You're just in Pittsburgh. We're just in Pittsburgh okay. right now. Yes. So what that's why. What areas are you hitting? We're, we're all over Pittsburgh. We're focusing on the airport west um, for our Monday through Friday cleans. So that's like Imperial, Moon, Oakdale, you know, close to the airport generally, because okay. that's typically where we have the most help. And that's also where most of our volunteers live. So we're okay. getting more recipients in that area. Okay. But we still get them in different areas. And what we're doing now is those are our Saturday morning cleans. So if somebody from Cranberry needs a cleaning, they would most likely be scheduled on a Saturday morning because we have Saturday volunteers. Like we have a whole group that can only do because they've they got a full-time job, you know? So that's kind of how we're we're working through it. And then once we keep expanding, then it's like, okay, well, now we might have a North Hills chapter, South Hills, and and have someone running it and kind of have those volunteers in that area. So we're not taking from one place and driving, you know, so far. That's so true. Yeah. So we want to be smart with our time and our resources, but it's really difficult to turn people down. So if we know there's a need out there, we really try hard to fulfill it. Right. Because we're Washington county and yeah i think about it i mean pittsburgh is big yeah there's so many towns yeah and so many areas and there's are you finding out too like the houses um could be like any size house like you could yes. have this really small ranch or something and then you could have this big mansion have yes. you seen like really big homes we haven't seen anything too extravagant i mean typical typical home with like for a family, you know, mm-hmm. but down to apartments. I mean, there's, you know, the elderly and things like that. Right. And that's why we put those parameters. Cause I said, I don't want anybody. What if they did live in a really large right. home, they got in this situation right. and maybe they didn't want anybody there, but their, their friend nominated them and they said, okay. Right. And we get there and we're like, wow, we don't have time or resource to like clean your whole entire home. Right. So that's why it's, Hey, what can we do in the time that we have? You know? So exactly. That's what we can do. Right. You don't know anybody's situation. You don't know what they're going through. No. And just coming in there and, and letting them know, we're not judging you. It's not like we're going to put this on social media, like, no. oh, my gosh, did you see so-and-so's home? Yeah. No. Yeah. Because, I mean, do you feel that, is there someone in your life that you knew that you wanted to do this for because maybe somebody you knew that was sick or anything like that? Or you just knew in your heart, God said, this is what you're meant to do, Melissa. You're meant to help. It was probably both. I mean... During my 20s, I struggled a lot with different health issues, and my mom would always come over, and she would help me out, and it meant so much to me, because if you're, like, you know, laying on the couch, or you're sick, or you're dealing with something, you're still, like, looking, like, oh, look at that window, it's so dirty, or look at that, and you're just, like, but you can't physically, you know, get through it, so it was a combination of knowing what an impact that is, like, when she'd come over and pick up, or throw a load of laundry in if I wasn't feeling well, it meant the world, because it's... It's like I'm already not well, and right. then you have that burden of all the tasks at home, and I have children and all of that. And then you know, using that, and then God saying, you know, like this is what your gift is. Like you're good at cleaning, you could do this for people, and so here we are. Yes. And it's it's turned into, you know, going from a nonprofit to more like a ministry work because we're in someone's home at a vulnerable time. Yes, we're willing to listen to their story if they, you know, if they want 
us to pray with them or even give them a hug. I mean, especially some of these older people, like you said, they don't see people. They're kind of isolated. Right. Maybe their family only stops by here and there or they're not around. And right. just for us to sit next to somebody and just have that connection. <sighs> and I tell the volunteers that, like, that is the number one priority because there's times where someone might feel, one of the volunteers might feel more connected than others to the recipient. Right. Well, if you feel the need to sit there and listen to them while the other two of us are cleaning, that's the priority. There is no like, well, Susie's in there talking and we're in here cleaning. No, that's the main thing. If we all need to stop and sit with that person because she just has something on her heart or, you know, they need something, that... That's what we're there for. The cleaning's secondary, and we've been told that. Yeah. You know, after, like, if people do a Google review or just call us, you know, and they said, honestly, yeah, the cleaning really helped, but the fact that you guys prayed for me or you let me cry and open up was way more important than anything else. Like, I, you know, and it's like it really showed me that, yeah, we're there for the person. Right. You know, there's such a need, mm-hmm. you know, and do you make them leave? You don't make them leave when you're cleaning. No, no. Okay. No, we, we work around people, you know, if they want to be right in the midst of what we're doing, that's awesome because that gives us a chance to maybe, you know, wipe down a kitchen. If they're sitting at the kitchen table, we're like, drink your coffee. And then right. we get to know them and we get to share with them and make them just feel, you know, loved in that that's moment. Amazing. It's, oh. it's been, it's been an honor. Like that's yes. how I feel like it's, it's an honor to be able to serve people. Right. You know, I'm physically capable of going out there and doing this and I have a heart for it. And right. it's like, wow, it's awesome to be able to use what's inside of me to pour right. out to other people. And to give to others. Yeah. I love that, Melissa. I wish, you know, more people, but I'm finding out that, you know, Pittsburgh, we have nonprofits that we don't even know about. But when I first heard about this, I thought, wow, this is something that, like you said, could go nationwide because mm-hmm. everywhere you look, somebody's battling something. Yep. Like you said, it could be mental health. Yep. It could be something that you don't see on the outside, mm-hmm. but somebody's going through something. Just to be there to help someone, I mean, that is just incredible. Yeah. I give you so much credit. Well, thanks. And you're a mom and a wife. And how, <laughs> how do you do all of this? The grace of God, yes. honestly, because some days are much harder than others. Right. And I just, you know, I'm like, God, you got to give me strength. Like, you called me to right. do this. Exactly. So I'm leaning on you. And he does. He equips me for everything. And, you know, and the people that have come alongside this mission right. have that same heart of just like, I just want to be a blessing. I just want to help somebody today. And it's yes. like, you're my people. I like, know. you know, and so we're forming this little army of, you know, just people that want to love and care right. about. And so I'm excited excited to see it grow and see how many good people there's so many good people there out there so, you know what, and it's not highlighted enough right it's not and you know that's what I'm learning too by doing this podcast and people sharing their stories with me I'm learning that there are so many people that are willing to give up their time or anything to help someone else out yeah And, you know, you and I are here to, I'm here to talk about what you're doing to get somebody out there that needs help with cleaning or just a friend or someone to come in and just, I say red up, that's a total Pittsburgh (laughs) thing. That's a Pittsburgh thing. I know. But that's so true, though. We do red up. I mean, sometimes (laughs) that's half the battle, you know, just getting the space clean and fresh for somebody. It just takes that level of stress. It does. It really does. Yeah. So you're looking for some more volunteers. Absolutely, all yes. the time. Yes. And what else are you looking for? Some help with your Blessed um, Town project? 
donations. That's yes. always that keeps us funded, keeps us running um, for the ability to to pay for. I mean, we we do advertising. We right. you know we, we we do put out money for different you know different things. Right, nonprofits um, you do have to put money out. Yeah, exactly. Just to keep reaching people and spreading the word. Um, so we're always asking for donations, or you know maybe businesses that want to partner with us, so they might want to do like a monthly thing, and we right. might then we can spotlight them on our social media and kind of right. have that like showcase who's helping us and coming alongside us. Right, even someone who has like the cleaning supplies. Exactly. That would be like the perfect sponsor for you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that so if you're anybody's out there and you'd like to donate or if you'd like to volunteer, you just get on the website. Tell yes. us again, Melissa. Blessedhomeproject.org. We're actually in the process of kind of revamping it. It's going to have a fresh look pretty soon. It'll be the same, you know, website, but you go there and you can find you could hear a little more about our story and how it all came about. You can see some of the testimonials. Yes, I was reading that. That's those. like, that's been really good. Uh, we also have a YouTube page and, and I try to put some of the testimonials that are video on YouTube for people that maybe don't have social media. I know right. like my mom and her friends, you know, know. she's like, oh, I want to share these videos, but my friends aren't on Facebook. And right. I said, okay, I'm going to start a YouTube channel. That way they can at least put that in their phone or their iPad or whatever. And they right. can watch like... It's a much bigger impact than people realize. Right. When they see it, by hearing it, yes. But when you visually see somebody out there doing that yeah. and the testimonials, yes. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. Yeah. I'm just so excited that you came here, took the time. It's a far drive. Even though we all <laughs> live in Pittsburgh, it's, it's always 20 minutes or 30 minutes. Yeah. There's no easy way to get to anywhere, you know, yes. with all our tunnels and highways and stuff. But I appreciate you coming today and talking to my listeners and telling them about the this wonderful project that you started, Melissa. I appreciate you taking the time to have me on and, you know, that we can get this out there to more people and just to reach more people that need the help and more people that want to come alongside for the mission and just be a part of what we're doing. Yes, I love it. The Blessed Home Project, people. So make sure to look them up and check them out. Melissa, thanks again for being on Spill With Me, Jenny D. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Oh, and also, Melissa, wait, we've got this fundraiser going on, right, that people can come and donate. Tell us about this fundraiser you have coming up in August. So we're going to do our third annual trivia night. It's for anybody that wants to come play trivia. We'll have raffle baskets. It's all ages. So whether okay. you have a child at home or you're 80, you can okay. come and play trivia what with us. What kind of trivia is it? Because I'm terrible. It's all relative. It's easy. <laughs> it's not like Jeopardy because I don't like that either. I, I, I don't want it to be do, too difficult where people aren't going to have fun because they don't know the answers, you right. know. But it's just a great night out. Uh, the The tickets are $40. You get dinner with that. You get the trivia play, drinks, and it's just a good time where with good people. It? Celebrations Bar and Grill. It's where? out in Imperial. Imperial? Yes. Okay. We've had it there the last three years. They've been wonderful. How do you um, get tickets for this? So you can go on to our website, and there's a link. So blessedhomeproject.org. Um, we're selling them on Eventbrite as well. So if you would type in Blessed Home Project or Trivia Nights, it will pop up in Eventbrite. Okay. And if you can't make it, you can still just donate? You can set a donation. Absolutely. We would love that. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so it's going to be a good time. This is your third one? Third time. So it keeps getting bigger and people keep, you know, saying, when is that going to be? So it's been a fun time. Oh, I love it. Okay, perfect. So make sure if you want to be a part of it, August 19th, it's a Saturday. That'll be this Saturday coming up after our podcast. Make sure to give them a call. And you have tickets till what day? Do you have a deadline or anything? We're going to sell them at the door as well. Okay, so yeah, walk-ins are always welcome too. Oh, thank you, Melissa. Yep. Thank you so much for joining me with Spill With Me, Jenny D. You can be anonymous, planning on having guest speakers, or anyone who wants to share their life experiences on the topic we covered that week. I'm going to post all that on my Facebook and website so you will see what I'll be talking about that week. So give me a call. I can pre-record and put you on my, my episode that day. I stress this. I personally feel to heal yourself is to talk about it. And if we can help each other instead of keeping it bottled up and just release it, I think that it's going to help all of us. And let's have a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Oh, I'm so excited. This is still with me, Jenny D.